Welcome to the Um Yeah Sports Podcast with John and Chris, where it's unapologetically just about the sports. We're glad you joined us. Let's jump right in. It is the March 3rd episode of the Um Yeah Sports Podcast. It is a winter is almost over Friday edition of the show. It's actually kind of warm outside. It is. Yeah. So anyway, I'm Chris and with me as always is John. What's happening, man? I'm doing well. How are you? I am. Or I said, what's happening, man? Oh, I'm doing well. How are you? <laughs> there we go. No, I said, what's happening? Not a whole lot. No, not a whole lot. How, how are you doing? How are, oh, <laughs> a little bit of a mistake here on the intro here. That's okay. That's all right. Just uh, slow it down. Slow it down. So what is this I hear about the Dolphins might be looking at a future without Tua? What is that? Is that that's, that can't be real. Reports are coming out that a lot has been circulating um, now since the combines come out. It's like a concussion. So they're they're like concerned about the longevity of Tua. Can they go the distance with him? Yeah. Um, And obviously concussions. Uh, The guy, I can't remember where he is. He's high up in the Dolphins organization. Just basically said, do they think that he can you know maintain for the future? And he'd be lying to say no. But that doesn't that doesn't necessarily turn them off for an extension um, because he's nearing the fifth year option of his contract. Uh, now, obviously, that's it's kind of hard situation for him because you know Tua has shown signs of playing really well last season. Before he had all those concussions, he was actually starting to take control of the offense. They put good pieces around him. Everything seems to be clicking in the right direction. Obviously, the first year wasn't that great. Uh, was battling for the quarter uh, starting spot, but when they put him in there, he started to show signs that he actually could play in the NFL. Then the concussions came, and then they had to put Teddy Bridgewater in there. Uh, eventually, put Skylar Thompson in there, and a lot of issues just came from that. And now, obviously, the most logical thing to do now would be to look at, you know, can you keep Tua for the long run? Is the concussions going to be a problem down the road? I mean, concussions are a part of football, obviously. Obviously, yep. you get hit a ton, and usually your head snaps back. Uh, but having as many concussions that it, that he has already, playing only for like three or four years in the league, coming in the same class as Joe Burrow, that's kind of concerning for the Dolphins. Um, now, they're not the only team that is looking at a future without their quarterback and what looks lies ahead. The Bears were also rumored to do so. The Ravens are kind of looking at that similar option, and now they join join that, uh, that group. Um, now, I think it is good to look at that option because eventually, even if you do decide, okay, let's keep him, uh, if there's another concussion, eventually he's going to have to call it quits for his own health. Like You can't just keep having concussions over and over and over again. Uh, doctors and people of that nature will start to say, you know, maybe this is not the best option. We already saw that last season. So the future with Tua in the league might be outside of his control a little bit uh, because it's not that he has been playing horribly. Like I said, it's not that he's in a horrible situation, but um, it's going to be kind of, it's going to be kind of hard. Yeah. There's rumors all over the place on um, Bleacher Report talking about all the options of quarterback with the contract looming. So, does that mean they draft a quarterback? Possibly put someone in there to have them ready, pick up a veteran. There's a lot of guys circulating out there, but something to watch out for. Another quarterback drama. I feel like the NFL is like offseason is completely surrounded by the quarterback drama of that season. Someone's on the moves. The team's looking for someone. But to add to the list of teams that are already in that situation, it seems like Tua is gonna be gonna be in a similar boat. Now, if he does doesn't continue with the Dolphins. We'll have to see if he can find himself in a different home if he teams like him enough to, you know, take a risk or a gamble on him. But it appears concussions uh are might, you know, keep him out. 
Okay. Well, you hate to see that because it's, you know, real promising. Had a real promising thing going. So, okay. Well, when is trading up in the draft for a QB not a good idea? I know they're pretty hit or miss up there at the top. So I was looking it up because I was curious how many quarterbacks that people have traded up to draft over the yeah. last. Uh, this I, this is the twenty nine times teams that have uh, on the NFL have traded up to get a quarterback. Um, number two on the list is when the Jets traded up to get Sam Darnold. We all know how that turned out. When the Cardinals traded up to get Josh uh, Josh Rosen in two thousand eighteen, he's no longer on the team. The Bears trying to get Mitchell Trubisky, he uh, he's no longer in the team. Um, the Rams trading six draft choices to get the number one overall draft choice from the Titans to pull uh, Jared Goff, who's no longer on the team. Carson Wentz getting drafted by the Eagles, not on the team. The Paxton Lynch pick up by the, the, the Broncos, not on the team. Uh, Browns getting Johnny Manziel. Yeah. a first-round pick. Yep. And a third-round pick to Philadelphia to get the first-round pick, at the, 2020, the 22nd pick. Um, Teddy Bridgewater for the Vikings. Uh, Robert Griffin the third for the uh, for the for the it's not Washington but it used to be the Redskins they picked up to get him which you know you talk about the Commanders the Commanders the the team that has an ever changing name yes uh, Jaguars got Blaine Gabbert that didn't work out too well Tim Tebow for the Broncos uh, Josh Freeman for the Bucks don't even know who that is um, let's see Browns get Brady Quinn the Broncos roll the dice on Jake Cutler. Yeah, uh, Washington lands jo- uh, Jason Campbell in yeah. 2005. Yeah, yeah. Bills slide up. I've never heard the term slide up before, but yeah, that's what they up. say. That's what they call it. You slide up in the draft. I think you move up in the draft. Yeah, you also can slide <laughs> up if you're like you know slippy. Uh, you know? The Bills get J.P. Lossman, and then the Ravens get Kyle Baller. Michael Vick was you know for the Ra- for the Falcons, which one are the better decisions? Uh, Chargers gamble on Ryan Leaf. Uh, Colts get Joff, Jeff George. Chiefs get Steve Fuller. Uh, and, you know, there's a couple in there that I passed up because, you know, the Chiefs traded up for Patrick Mahomes. That's a good decision. Uh, Josh Allen getting drafted by the Bills. That was a good decision. But in all, if you look through this entire list that I just went through, most of those people are no longer on the team that they were drafted for, and they gave a lot of picks to get to that position. Uh, getting a quarterback, at least in the first round, turns doesn't pan out that well. I mean, if you look at the quarterbacks uh, that have dra- were drafted later, a couple of them popped to mind. There's probably plenty that I'm not mentioning here, but Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, turns out to be uh-huh. San Francisco's future, more than likely. Tom Brady, who was drafted very late in the, yeah, uh, in late. the draft, yep. turns out to be the greatest of all time. Yep. These other quarterbacks that people are giving away everything to get are no longer on the team anymore. So what my point in saying this is, should the coach of the Texans actually be looking up? Now, the Texans aren't that far down in the draft order, but should they be looking up to actually you know, jump up to the Bears position and trade away their draft capital to get another quarterback, regardless how well you think they're going to play? Because... You know, everyone talks about the intangibles, you know, all the stuff about this. The combines aren't right now. Everyone's watching that. I mean, I do. I don't know if everyone watches that. But uh, I like watching the quarterbacks. I like to see where they're at. I but think once, a lot of people are watching the combine. Just I so watch you know. it. I That's know. why I changed I that because I don't think many people do. But if you did watch it, most people are talking about, you know, the player and their ability in college. But once they get to the football field in the NFL, things speed up 
and things get harder to kind of read and you have to takes time to grow takes time to learn all this stuff and some quarterbacks never make the transition to being a really good quarterback it, it just sometimes doesn't end up happening take that list for example so i think if you look at it i think the people that are like sometimes the better option is to trade you know back and get more capital later in the draft to try to invest in quarterbacks and wide receivers because you know, I think there's a lot of fool's gold at the top of the draft order. I think well, that's a- why the Seattle Seahawks, I think the, Pete Carroll, yes, John yes. Schneider strategy has always been like the first round doesn't particularly matter. Right. And that's why they traded away like crazy or spend it on like, you know, people that you'd be like, whoa, where'd, where'd they get that one from? Right? They're kind of looking for the, the diamond in a rubble. They're just there. looking for, right. yeah, yeah, they're just, they don't, yeah. They're, they're not blinded by the top pick. They, no, they don't so they get that. a lot of value in the middle of the draft, or Plus, historically have. Even if your team doesn't play that great, right, that season, trade back, you get a ton of draft capital in the third, fourth, maybe second round that you can pull from teams that are all about trying to land that next Patrick Mahomes, that next guy that, <laughs> that they want to pull. Uh, but I think... The smarter move would be to, you know, to hold back on that because I just don't think, you know, trading up is going to be the smartest option for teams. Now, the Bears are probably hoping that someone trades up for their draft choice so they can uh, invest in, in later rounds. But I just think that the Colts and these tech, the Texans and these teams that have had took these gambles before because the Colts and the Texans, the two teams that are sitting there that are looking for quarterbacks are mentioned on that list. And they've had some fa- uh, shortcomings when it comes to that situation. But to touch on the thing that you said, what you said, Pete Carroll likes to trade back this year could be the year that all changes slightly because he said that they're sitting in a position. They've not really sat in because they have the Broncos pick, which is early in the first round where they also could be looking at getting a quarterback. So we could see Seattle taking a gamble, not trading back, and ending up drafting one of these guys that everyone's talking about, like Anthony Richardson or uh, Stroud or one of these guys that are kind of sitting right up there and see if they can pull pull one of these guys off the off the board. But it's a fun part of the season to talk about free agency, to talk about all this stuff. But I just thought it's interesting because I don't think these numbers get talked about all that much. I mean, you can look it up for yourself because that list is out there. But it's interesting to see how often teams – struggle with drafting that perfect quarterback and still every year they're trying to find that perfect quarterback all right yep it is true it happens because everyone needs you need a franchise quarterback that's how you get good that's how you get good for a little while you know yeah so that's what everyone's trying to uh also take uh, lamar jackson who now is going to be probably leaving the ravens all right well let's uh let's see what happens with all these quarterbacks this year it's gonna be fun okay so sons basketball before we head out for the uh the old weekend here NBA talk. Kevin Durant made his appearance for the Suns Wednesday. Okay, how did it go? He played well. I think that team's going to be very good with Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Aiden, and himself all together as a starting starting group. Uh, because obviously Kevin Durant demands attention. You can't just let him be wide open for uh, for an entire game. Now we'll have to see what happens when they play a team of uh, one of the better teams in the West because they played the Charlotte Hornets, which aren't that great. Uh, they're okay team. Uh, but during that game, they had a lot of blocks. They kind of suffocated the Hornets for a large portion of that game. When Kevin Durant was on the court, he seemed like he flowed with this team extremely well. He, you know, did what he had to do. He was part of a group of guys. Uh, he, he didn't act like certain superstars do in the NFL where they're just like, give me the ball, give me the ball, give me the ball. And then if they don't give him the ball, they get kind of frustrated. He kind of just did what he had to do to help the team. If he did, Aiden scored, he was happy with that. If he got the opportunity to score, he's happy with that. He passed the ball. So he did exactly what you know he, you expect him to do. Now, obviously, the Suns gave away a lot to get him. Right? Yeah. They gave a ton to the Mavericks. Uh, not the Mavericks, uh, to, the, um, to the Nets, sorry. Um, Kyrie went to the, to the uh, 
to the to the okay. Mavs. But I think it, over over time, I think the Suns team is now you can't have an excuse for not getting all the way to the championship and winning it. You can't you have an excuse for that because now you have Kevin Durant who's had a lot of success in the league. You have Devin Booker, which is a rising star. You have Chris Paul that knows exactly what he's doing. He's played in finals before. He is one of the best assist guys in the league. He knows how to get the ball into the right hands. So you have all the pieces that are necessary. I think Aiton is a kind of a... I don't think he's talked enough about for how good he is for the Suns team. And I think they have the right concoction of players now with Kevin Durant being added that if everyone can stay healthy they should be able to make a good run in the in the west and uh and possibly overtake I mean the Nuggets are going to be a little bit hard challenge we talked about where the race sits on 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 Wednesday which everything is heating up uh in that west conference so I think you know right now is the time when you would expect um the Suns to make that move, make that transition. But obviously, like I said, he didn't play the full game. He had time when you saw him like leave the court and end and end up playing. But when he was on that court, he had a difference. He made a difference. You could tell the Suns play with a you know a different energy uh, than you've seen him in the past. So I think this is a great start, a great win. But what the real test is going to be once they play a good team. Now, this isn't like they picked up a rookie who's never played before, a second-year guy that's like everyone's high on. This is a guy that's played and been around the block, knows how to win, knows how to play with other people, knows how to win championships, knows what's needs, what needs to be done. So they have that over, you know, who they sent off. Uh, so I think, you know, like I said, granted, it wasn't a great team they played against, but I think that game started things out on, the pos- on a positive note, and I can't wait to see what the Suns look like going down the stretch. All right. Well, sir... Happy Friday to you. Happy Friday to you. Have a great weekend. You too. And uh, catch you on the flip side. Actually, I won't. I won't be here on the flip side. So good luck with that. Okay, talk to you soon. See ya. God bless.